0: So I found this soap company that's Leo owned and they make women soap and men soap and here's why this is important. There's a lot of excellent um, homemade and handmade, um, an all natural soap, but they, they don't make men and women's soap. And so I found this company It's called Patriots and Company. Highly suggest you look it up, uh, look it up and check them out. I have a whole box of their soap that they sent me. And I, my favorite one is called American woman. It's pink, smells amazing. I've been washing with beautiful badass. That's really nice too. They have a whiskey girl one that i really like anyways go check it out they also have scents for men um but i wanted to just give them a quick shout out on here because i wanted to tell you about that because look we're ladies we need to know the companies that are doing things for us okay ladies here's what we're going to talk about something that came to me from the dms but it came to me as a story as as a a female officer was um venting about it but I want to talk about it. So let's talk about needing the approval of everybody else around us. It is fucking sickening how we all feel like we need everybody else's approval. Truly. And you know who I actually listen to a lot about this is Gary Vaynerchuk, which I mean, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he he's a huge like business guru and uh he, But he talks all about like being kind and humble and all of these things and he talks about how the reason why he literally does not give a fuck be, is because of how his mom raised him and his mom raised him not to care about school, which I think early on – and I do agree with him. This is what he was saying and I'm just going to say like I do, I do agree with it. Like early on, we learn to um kind of like like gauge ourselves – by how good we are every fucking week when we take a test and what do we get on it, right? So like Johnny who gets a fucking A is better than Susie who gets a fucking C or whatever. And and you know because like I I remember that too. I mean I sure I'm sure you just sitting here you had like a flashback of like when you were in school, junior high, high school, whatever, and you were taking tests and like you know if you didn't do as good, like people were like you're dumb you're stupid like what is wrong with you do you even study like whatever and like Gary who is honestly like one of the most successful businessmen in the world and gonna be getting probably I guarantee that guy will be like he'll be a billionaire soon if he's not already and he might already be I don't know but I, I really like him he's self-made he's he's a pretty down-to-earth guy but he talks about how he you know he was a fucking like a D and an F kind of kid. He's like, I I was, I fucking, I hated school. But like my mom, she like pumped me up because of the kind of person I was, not because of like what I did. And I've really been thinking about it a lot lately um, because my parents, you know, like my parents pumped me up for like the things that I, like who I was, right? Like um, doing the right thing, doing nice things for people, being a kind person. But then they also would talk to me, you know, you know, every mom, well, I don't know about every mom, but my mom would always tell me how pretty I was. <laughs> and basically everybody likes my curly hair and, you know, just how beautiful I was and all of these things. And and Gary like makes a point to say, you know, like the thing, the thing about that though, is that that's what you start looking for, for the rest of your life is you start looking for that outside validation that you are pretty or you are whatever, right? And, and I'm like, fuck, I've been having this like self, like big, like realization, like, fuck, he's right. And like, um, and if I'm just really honest with you, then I, I'm just going to tell you straight up, like that has been my kryptonite is looking for outside validation. And as now that I'm 31, um, I look back and also not that only that I'm 31, here's what you need to know. I have done an enormous amount of fucking self inner work, energy work, mindset, uh inner child, trauma. Like I have done a fuck ton of work. Okay. Because when I got injured when I was 26 and couch ridden, like, yeah, like I didn't have anything else to fucking do. So that this is what I did is I went really deep on this and um healing trauma and and really working that out. But um and so I realized like throughout my life one of the things that you know, I've struggled with is I wanted to be loved. I want to be loved. I deeply, deeply have wanted to be loved, but I wanted to feel love. That was like a new realization. I was doing some mindset work. I've got a, I've got a high level mentorship group of women and, and it's high level because it's expensive. And, but like, you know, you, they, and talk to me every single day so and i coach them almost every single day so like obviously it's a high touch point high transformation you know group but so I, I was coaching them and and I was having them go through these journal prompts and i when they do that i do that too because i'm not the type of person um i lead by example that's that's just my leadership style and so um one of the like questions you know like how do you I don't know, but anyways, it ended up getting me to the point of, oh, fuck, like, I really want to, it's not that I, like, want to be loved, because I know that I am loved, it's I want to feel loved, and then we tie that shit back with, you know, well, how do we feel loved? Well, when people make of me, when they give me compliments, when I get the accolades, like, all of the things, like, you got to understand, I've been competing since I've been five years old. I started the martial arts when I was five. I went to my first karate tournament. I was five years old, and I won. And ever since then, that's what I did. I competed. Um, I won multiple um, titles, state titles, New England, like regional in New England. I won. Um, I've got three uh, international titles, or I, well, they were they were in the United States, but it was an internationally like ranked um, competition. And I even competed and went to Canada and. Um, and had a good time up there. Well, I don't know if I'd have a good time, but I competed up there as well. So, anyways, like competition is always like you know, and and we were trying to get the accolades and trying to be the best and blah blah blah. Like that wasn't that was ingrained in me, in and I at as a very young age. And I know I'm digressing, but I have a point to all of this. I'm telling you my story so that you can maybe relate this to you and your life and your story because. We're continuously seeking outside validation. We are continuously seeking people to make us feel better. We're continuously trying to impress other people. But can I just tell you the truth? Okay. I I told you my whole story to tell you, it doesn't fucking work. (laughs) It doesn't, it's like, it doesn't fucking work because Nobody is going to be nobody's ever super impressed with you and like that's at the end. I mean maybe your mom or your dad or you know what I mean somebody really close to you but like the majority of people are super impressed with you for 5 minutes and then they're moving on to their own shit. Like they're moving on. And I just think that is such it, it, it's really a valid point if you pay attention to that that like us going out there and doing anything for anybody else or trying to do anything for anybody else for them to like us for them to accept us it's unhelpful and as female officers okay that is our kryptonite that is that's what's going to take us down and it's unfortunately the culture of police like policing i know we can all go oh it's toxic well yeah it is okay it is okay <laughs> but like why right like why well it's because everybody in my opinion, wants to be liked. They want to fit in. They want to be loved because it's a human fucking basic human need. Of course, you're never going to have any man talk about this, any alpha man, type A, whatever. You're not going to have him talk about it. But you know, and I'm being like, of course, there are some who are willing to talk about it. I'm being a little dramatic, but I'm just saying it's not a common topic, but it's true. And it's, some And then when we aren't that, right, then what do we do? We get insecure. When you have not become secure with who you actually are and when you don't like love yourself because you just love yourself and like you you love yourself at like the basic, like the most basic part of you, when you don't love yourself for that and you just are continuously like looking for that outside validation and looking for other people to love you and looking for other people to build you up, you are going to lose every time. You are going to lose. That is that is a slippery slope and that's why. Why do you think people's mental health goes right down the fucking drain, especially in law enforcement because it is not a nurturing culture. It's not nurturing at all. Nobody's going to build anybody up. That's just, I mean, if you've got some rare leaders, yeah, great. And I just want to say more power to those leaders and we need more of them. But the reality is right now, as I'm speaking, we're not there. Uh, we're not there because this whole story is coming up from um a, a female cop who and this is a, this is common is more scared of what her supervisor and her coworkers are going to think of her than she is of the actual you know call she just handled it's like well I know that I did my job right I'm trying to you know but but what do they think of me like what are they going to think like I did this because of this but like oh my god like you know, and and she knows that she handled it correctly, right? It, it, that wasn't the problem. It was, what is everyone going to think of me? What are they going to say about me? I really want them to like me, and and there's nothing wrong with how she feels. And I just want to say that I am not, I am not shitting on this girl. I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even know who she is. I'm not shitting on this. This is this is all of us. I'm just telling you this story. And coaching you a little bit to bring some awareness to you that it will get you nowhere. It will get you fucking nowhere. And it's going to get you hated faster than it's going to get you loved, truly. And and again, listen, not everyone's going to love you. But if you love you, I promise you, you are ahead of so many people it's not even funny, and so the question becomes like how do how do we do this well you gotta you gotta take the steps, man. you gotta turn inward, you gotta ask yourself, like who the fuck are you and and you've gotta like you, and I'm gonna tell you something else when it comes to being a female cop. If you like you, then everybody else's opinions of you will matter a whole lot less, and when that happens, you are far more happier, okay, We go out and we try to fit in listen, we have a hard time fitting in. I don't know. I'm not saying we won't ever fit in because there are police departments where women do great and they thrive and they do fit in. Um, And I wouldn't be out here doing what I'm doing if I didn't think that their culture is going to change and that we will fit in one day. Absolutely. But but here's the thing. Let's not, we, we don't need to beg for anybody's approval. We don't need to beg for, to be fitting, to fit in. We just need to fit in because like, we just need to, no not that we just need to fit in. We just need to love ourselves, like, you know, be pumped about our fucking selves. Be pumped the fact that we're, you know, we're out there and we're working our asses off. We are in shape. We are working to get in shape. We are taking jujitsu. We're taking boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai. We are shooting our guns. We are fucking excellent with our guns. We are, you know what I mean? Like we're doing all the things that make us excellent, you know, police officers. Be pumped for yourself about that. Not based on what, like, Sarge, your Sarge thinks or, you know, officer or deputy co-worker, so-and-so, whatever, trooper, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't worry about what they have to think about you or what they say about you because, again, it only matters for five minutes. And, And the reason why our mental health goes down is because we allow those voices in. Don't do that. You got this. Believe in you. Seriously. Be your own biggest fucking fan. And if there's reasons that you don't like yourself, address them and fix them. I do it all the time. I'm constantly reassessing myself and how I feel about myself, constant. And you can do the exact same. And when you do, you're going to love yourself a whole lot more. Stop tiptoeing around whatever you don't like about, I don't like myself because I'm fat. Okay, then fix that. I don't like myself because I don't know how to protect myself. That's okay. That's okay. Fix it. I don't like myself because I'm not, I've never shot a gun before. No problem. The first time I ever shot a gun was when I became a police officer. And then I took a lot of fucking private lessons to learn how to be a good shot. Okay. Like serious, go and do those things. You make yourself better. You're not a good communicator go take some, there's tons of courses. You can take shit for free. There's just so much out there. You have no reason not to be pumped about yourself. And if you're not pumped about yourself, nobody else is going to be, I promise. That comes from you. I hope this was helpful. Um, you can join the my uh, Facebook group. It's called Officer Autumn's
1: Female Cops. Hang out with me on all the socials and I'll see you next time. I mean, there are women out there who've been through these things that are taking action on these things that can help you. That didn't exist for me at the time. I didn't know who to turn to. I didn't know who to ask for anything. I didn't trust anybody. Like even my union, it was one of the, no offense, anybody, the guys listening, but it was just one of the guys. And I was at a relatively small department. So there was no way to get away from what they were going to say about me anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's having a community like this of people that you can lean on that will give you the encouragement to mm-hmm. stand up for yourself because i want you to stay in this job mm-hmm. and there are going to be times you need to stand up for yourself and please stand up for yourself because it's about. not like you're going to look back one day and say oh i'm worthless i didn't have this, the courage to do that no i'm but i am saying that you will have your own self-respect i still respect myself even though i didn't do that because i think i mean i'm freaking swat like i respect the heck out of myself right, right, right. but even if you're not on SWAT. I just think you will regret not saying something later, because I promise you, and I've heard you say this before, Autumn, that the, it will not get better because you don't say something, yeah. because you keep your mouth shut. They're just going to keep doing it. I've heard you say it. You have to be able to push back at some point. You have to, at some point, say, enough is enough. I hear you. You shouldn't be saying these things. And for now, we can just leave it at that. And then they do it again, say, okay, you shouldn't be saying these things. That's and and then take it whatever level, go to your HR, go to your the higher ups, whatever, and go the next step. Reach out to me and I'll help you figure out what the next step is.
0: Yeah, and I like what you're saying too. You know, we need to document. I've talked a lot about that, but I think it's important, you know, obviously coming from someone like you've been through what you've been through, but also, you know, who's now an attorney who helps people Mm -hmm. with this. I think it's important. I just also want to highlight too, though, that like you know, the thing is, is we are having a very real and honest conversation, but again, we're not sitting here like, okay, here's how you find out if you're being mistreated. Like, also please understand anybody who's listening to this. Like, I don't think that every female cop is being mistreated. You just need to understand that. Mm -mm. And it is very triggering for a lot of men
1: um mm-hmm. and women, but a
0: lot more men are very triggered by what I have to say about all of this and would be highly triggered off of this conversation because you may, because you don't understand what it's like. Um, you may think that, oh, here we fucking go. They're just looking for ways to sue their department. They're just looking for ways to fucking whatever. And, and, the, and the answer is no. It's just this is never this is not talked about this is literally a taboo conversation because mm-hmm. if for for the entire birth of police work and women getting into police work like it has been swept under the rug and um mm-hmm. uh, you know we clearly and uh, you know me being this is my podcast like i just feel like we need to talk about it and um again you know as a woman, we also we know the job, we know the career we're getting into. You know that I push equality. We there is a balance to all of this. Like I said, mm-hmm. don't be a drama queen. We can all be drama queens that mm-hmm. we do get in this job. Guys are going to bust our balls. You have got to be able to take that. But there is an extreme difference from being treated like one of the guys to being, mm-hmm. you know, for from it getting um worse. So, Bridget, what we talked about as we wrap up this, I want you to be thinking about what you want to leave. Um, what you want to leave the women with who are listening to this. But what I want um, my our listeners to know is that Bridget and I talked about having her come in. She's going to come and teach a class inside the Lady Sheepdog Club. Um, if you guys are not familiar with the Lady Sheepdog Club, it is a paid community. There are hours and hours of training talking about how to get you into the job, how to get you through the job, how to survive the job, how to, you know, go to the next level, resiliency, mindset, mental health. I mean, all of the things. There's a sister in there. That is, um, it's very close niche. It's tight. The girls know each other. They talk all the time. Um, and every month that we bring in an expert, we get on a call together. You get to see who's in, it's not, you know, you get to see who's in the group. It's not just a bunch of social media names, um, you know, screen names and shit, which is really nice. And, uh, Bridget's going to come in. Um, she's going to teach a class. Also Bridget's gonna, um, do some live Q and A's with me, um, inside of the Facebook group. Um, Officer Autumn's Female Cops, that is free, but again, um, so you can come in. Um, Lady Sheepdog Club is obviously a lot more uh, in depth, so i um, mm-hmm. love to have you in either one of those. Bridget, what do you want to leave our listeners with?
1: I think the main thing that I would say, and this is what I focus my business on, is I don't think I know. You are not going to change these things happen. And you are not going to, no more than you can change what the job of law enforcement is. You're going to see hard, awful, aggravating things as a law enforcement officer. And you're going to deal with difficult and challenging situations in your job. And if you're not right now, that is fantastic. But be prepared for that to change because supervisors change all the time, get promoted, get transferred. Um, You could change departments where one is great and then you go to the next one. and It's the exact opposite you can't change that and at the end of the day while you can change your job or and you can do something about it but you can also be doing a lot to take care of yourself and Mm -hmm. so do the work on making sure that you know who you are and making sure that you're always reminding yourselves that at the end of the day and now this is a whole separate topic is there are other departments there are other jobs at the end of the day, you are more than being a cop. So while this is going to be hard and challenging to deal with things like this, like what I dealt with with SWAT, but I wish I would have also focused on that more when I was on SWAT is that I'm yes. so much more than SWAT, is that yes. there's so much more to me in my life. And then had I been able to recognize, and it's really hard when you're so emotionally tagged into it, but that you're so much more to you, you're still great, valuable, dependable, um, and a good officer, operator, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so much more to you than that. And if you can remind yourself, but you have to actively do the work for that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't just happen. I mean, I was working out all the time. I you know take care of myself, and that wasn't enough. But I I wish I had been doing more. Whether it was from hearing it through a group like this, to constantly be reminded that I'm so much more than a SWAT operator. I'm so much more than a than a deputy because that mm-hmm. would have helped just kind of put that in its place. And yes. while it was aggravating, it would have eventually got gone away or I would have gotten promoted or done whatever. Um, and I'm not saying I regret leaving, so I'm happy what I'm able to offer now. Um, but do the work to make sure you're still happy, which also helps you deal with that in a much better balanced way.
0: I love it. Huge. Always, always worth so much more than this job. And I yes. say it all the time. And I just yes, it's, it's the key to everything. It's mm-hmm. literally the key to surviving this fucking job, which mm-hmm. is just a job. It's not who you are.
1: Right. Right. I think that's hard. And I don't think everybody likes to hear that because no. the job of law enforcement is so unique, but at the end of the day, it's still just a job.
0: That's it. Bridget, how do the people find you? Uh,
1: my website is the best place. So it's myprotectivewellness.com. Um, and if you go there, you're, you can find links to all the social stuff. Um, You can also sign up for my newsletter. So I really would love everybody to sign up for my newsletter because I have some cool courses coming out Um, shortly after I think this episode releases. I'll have a fun, a cool course coming out called uh, Wellness Basic Training. And then I also will be giving out and putting out a lot of um, like just free legal information because I want to help. And um, if you're on the newsletter, you'll get notice of that. So uh, sign up for the newsletter and then follow me on all the socials but go to the website, myprotectivewellness.com is where you find that.
0: Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I'm excited to have Thank you in the you. leadership dog club. I'm excited to have you on inside of the Facebook group. It's going to be awesome. Yep. yep.
1: To our listeners. Thank you.
0: Keep yes. doing what you're
1: doing, Autumn. It's amazing work. And i I said it, I wish you, this would have been around when I was on SWAT. It would have been amazing. This is such an important group. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. We're not male bashing. We're just acknowledging that there's some differences. That's it. There's a problem. Ladies, I'll see you next time.